G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media, thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation today at vision.org.au. It's been said that you can always know when the devil is lying. His lips are moving. Today, Pastor Greg Laurie urges us not to buy into the lie. The devil will whisper in our ear, God doesn't love you. That's a lie. Sometimes the devil will say, go ahead and do this thing. He'll say, it'll be fun. And he'll whisper into our ears these things that are not true. And the only way to know the lie from the truth is to have a good working knowledge of the Bible. This is the day when the lost are found. joined us today for a new beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie as we continue our studies into the book of Revelation, a book of promises. Some really meaty study coming up today, some revealing insights on the Great Tribulation, the Antichrist, and the 144,000 noted in Revelation and how they're identified as God's own. Are you ready to lean in and to learn? Let's get going. We're going through the book of Revelation together, and the title of my message is... What is the mark of the beast? Revelation 13 verse 16 says he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads and no one can buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that is understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. So here's the thing. We wonder, why would anybody take the mark of the beast? And the answer is given to us in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9, which says, speaking of Antichrist, this evil man, will come to do the work of Satan with counterfeit power and signs and wonders. He will use every kind of wicked deception to fool those who are on their way to destruction. Listen, because they refuse to believe the truth. It's not that they haven't heard the truth. They refuse to believe the truth that would save them. So God will send a great deception upon them and they will believe the lie. They'll believe the lie. What is the lie that people in the tribulation period will believe? The lie is pretty much the same thing that goes back to the Garden of Eden. Satan was peddling this thing way back when. Remember our first parents, Adam and Eve, were there at the garden, there at the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and the snake comes to them, the serpent, the devil, and says, 
Has God said you can't eat of every tree in the garden? Go ahead and eat of this fruit, for in the day you eat, you will become as a God, knowing good and evil. They ate of it, and then sin entered the world. But what is the lie that Satan was propagating? The lie is simply this. Don't believe the word of God. Believe something in its place. Hey, we believe the lie sometimes too. The devil will whisper in our ear, God doesn't love you. Why do you even follow him? He's against you. That's a lie. Sometimes the devil will say, go ahead and do this thing. No one will ever find out. You'll get away with it. Well, that's certainly a lie. He'll say, it'll be fun. And he'll whisper into our ears these things that are not true. And the only way to know the lie from the truth and to know good from evil is to have a good working knowledge of the Bible. All of us have been deceived by sin at some time in our life. All of us have known something was wrong, but we went for it anyway, right? And if you did, that means you listen to the lie. You know, in life, some people believe the truth and some people believe the lie. As you know, I've written a book called Billy Graham, The Man I Knew. And one of the stories I tell in the book is about Billy Graham and a man named Charles Templeton. You've heard the title of the book by Charles Dickens, which was A Tale of Two Cities. This is a tale of two evangelists. One was Billy Graham, who went on to change the world. The other was Charles Templeton, who has been mostly forgotten. In the late 1940s, Billy Graham and Charles Templeton were both evangelists for Youth for Christ. And some even felt that Templeton was the more effective of the two. Very handsome, eloquent, great communicator, intelligent. Billy was a great communicator as well, but he was a son of the South. In his own words, he would often say, I'm a country preacher. Templeton was more sophisticated. But uh, as time passed, Templeton began to doubt his faith. And he encouraged Billy to do the same. Templeton said to Billy Graham, you can't really believe the scripture. It's not really reliable. And Billy continued to believe the scripture, but this did create sort of a crisis of faith in the life of Billy Graham. And so one night, Billy was up at Forest Home Conference Center here in Southern California in the San Bernardino Mountains. Billy went out to a tree stump and he took his Bible and he placed it on the stump. And he made a commitment to believe what the scripture said. And he said, Father, I accept this as your word by faith. I'm going to allow faith to go beyond my intellectual questions and doubts because I believe this is your inspired word. So Billy made a choice to believe what scripture said even when he had occasional doubts. Leaving that place, Billy went on to preach in Los Angeles at a tent that had been erected. And that basically was the launch of his international ministry. Meanwhile, Templeton walked away from his faith. He even wrote a book with the title, Farewell to God. But the story doesn't end there. My friend Lee Strobel uh, told me the story of when he went to visit Charles Templeton, who was quite a bit older and was in very poor health. And uh, Lee Strobel was researching 
uh, a book he was writing. So he went to interview this famous atheist, Charles Templeton, and he brought up the subject of Jesus Christ. And much to Lee's surprise, Templeton said of Jesus, he was the greatest human who ever lived. And then Templeton went on to say to Lee Strobel, and you know what, this may sound strange, but I adore him. And I even would put it this way, I miss him. And then Lee told me he was really surprised when Charles Templeton began to weep. And, uh, but the story continues on. A little bit after that, uh, Charles Templeton was on his deathbed and his wife uh, said that while he was there, he said to her, he saw angels. He said, they're so beautiful. I see them now and they're waiting for me. I'm coming. So thank God, Charles Templeton, the evangelist who became the atheist and wrote a book titled Farewell to God, came back to God and believed. But Billy Graham never stopped believing. You have the same choice before you right now. You can believe the truth or the lie. And every day when you go and watch television or you listen to music or you go on social media, the lie is hitting you. The lie is hitting you. That's why you need to fill your mind and heart with God's word to counteract that. Now we shift gears from Revelation 13 to Revelation 14. We go from horrific things happening on planet Earth to some amazing things happening up in heaven. So look at your Bible again. Revelation 14, starting in verse one. John writes, Then I looked, and behold, a lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his Father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven, like the voice of many waters, and like the voice of loud thunder. And I heard the sound of harpists playing their harps, and they sang, as it were, a new song before the throne, before the four living creatures and the elders. And no one could learn that song except the 144,000 who were redeemed from the earth. These are ones who have not defiled themselves with women for the virgins. They are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever He goes. They've been redeemed from among men, being first fruits to God and the Lamb. And in their mouth was found no deceit, and they're without fault before the throne of God. So, 144,000. Remember them? We read about them earlier in the book of Revelation. And God had protected them in Revelation chapter 7. Wherever they went, God watched over them. And they're proclaiming the gospel. Who are the 144,000? They're Jewish people who have put their faith in Jesus as their Messiah. But now we see they're not on earth, they're in heaven. Notice it's not 143,999 that made it to heaven. No, all 144,000 make it to glory. And it reminds us of the statement of Jesus in John 18, 9, of those whom you have given me, I have not lost one. God doesn't lose his children. Have you ever lost sight of one of your children? Maybe in an amusement park or a supermarket. That is terrifying, is it not? God never loses sight of you. He always has his eye on you because you belong to him. Now, they have the mark of the Father in heaven, not the mark of the Antichrist. So all marks are not bad. Uh, Revelation 14.1, having his father's name written on their foreheads. It's sort of like an ID tag. Other people won't see it, but the Lord sees it. And by the way, 
God has put his ID tag on you. What does that mean? It means you belong to the Lord. Do you find that comforting? I do. 1 Corinthians 6.19 says, you're not your own. You've been bought with a price. Therefore glorify God with your life. In the Greek it's, you're not your own property. You've been bought with a price. You know, when I travel, I'll take luggage on the plane and I have a little ID tag. So I was on a trip recently and I was getting off and I had my little piece of luggage that I was wheeling away. And some lady comes running after me saying, you took my suitcase. I said, no ma'am, this is my suitcase. I know it. She goes, no, it's my suitcase. Open it. And I open it up and it was filled with women's clothing. I'm really glad she chased me down. And the problem was I didn't check the ID tag. And sure enough, those two suitcases, mine and hers, were very similar. If I would have checked the ID tag, I would have known the difference. And I'm glad she told me because I did not want to wear women's clothing for my trip. So we have an ID tag on us. God can read it and the devil can read it. And when he sees that ID tag, he has to back off because you are God's property and the Lord will protect his investment. Pastor Greg Laurie with some insights on the 144,000 and how they're identified as God's own. And as we've seen today, Bible prophecy can be a heavy subject at times, and Revelation is very candid about the tribulation to come. So I hope these studies have been helpful for you. We'll have more for you next time as Pastor Greg brings some more revealing insights from the End Times book of Revelation. Before we go today, a quick note that this weekend has a very special event that you can be part of, in fact, invite others to be part of as well. Pastor Greg Laurie and the Harvest team are hosting the annual Southern California Harvest event. It features a clear gospel presentation and also music from Aussie Boys for King and Country. Why don't you be part of it and invite others as well, perhaps if you know someone who really needs to hear a clear gospel presentation. Just go to harvest.org slash SoCal for Southern California. That's harvest.org slash SoCal. And we'll catch you next time for more on A New Beginning. Today's message from Pastor Greg Laurie was called What is the Mark of the Beast? If you'd like to listen again, just download the free Vision Christian Media app where it's available as a podcast. Or for a copy on CD, contact Vision Christian Store on 1-800-00-5011. Or go to visionstore.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.